And I got involved into NFTs and crypto and fully immersed myself in the culture. And I've got to share all about it. Go dummy, go beast on them. I go beast. Go deep, I OG on What's up? It's your man, B. Holmes, back with another episode of Doors to Success, where I'm your host, B. Holmes, and I lay out the B print, which is me teaching you how to knock, open, and conquer the different doors of success in your life, primarily speaking on mental, emotional, spiritual, social, and physical. These are the doors that we attack, we conquer, and we open, and we walk through, and we have amazing times. Well, guess what? There's a, a new pathway that's converging. First off, I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas holiday. This is our first time back in the studio since then. And uh, people took time off and people had a good time. And I'm talking to people, hey, how's it going? And, and did you, oh, I enjoyed the time off. Like, and people are like, what do you do? What did you, what did you do? And I'm like, um, I invested $20,000 into a new project that I got completely involved in. And my wife got extremely frustrated with me because I was MIA during my own family Christmas party. And, um, yeah, I started a new business. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't, uh, a relaxing holiday for me, but it was one of the most exciting. And I got involved into NFTs and crypto and fully immerse myself in the culture, and I've got to share all about it. So before we jump into it, shout out to Red Bull, the unofficial sponsor of Doors to Success. Here we go. You know what we're doing. Thank you, Red Bull, for supplying the beehive with your goodness. We appreciate it. So, I'm so excited about this episode because I've had so many questions, so many people ask me about it, so much banter, so much, so many, just, just so much. And it's like, I have enough to share and I didn't, I didn't know enough, right? I didn't have enough, um, backing. I didn't have enough thought. I didn't know what to say to people. And if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, a true bred entrepreneur, you're going to love the new stuff. You're going to go dig it up. You're going to go figure it out. And someone's like, well, hey, what's the best way to figure it out? And I said, the best way to figure out anything is to go get yourself invested in it. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 not, not just like your time. Go put your dollars into something and follow your dollars. You want to go learn something? Go put your money where your mouth is. Go put your money down where you want to learn about something and then chase the dollar. You'll learn faster than anything else, I guarantee you. And while you're sitting there listening to me right now, you know I'm right. That is a true principle. You go put real currency, you go put your money down on something that you care about, and then follow that dollar, and you will learn everything because you care. That's why when I do my coaching, I charge. I literally charge money for people to come and me to help them. And because if I get to take my time and teach you, and you actually listen to what I'm saying, there's value there. But if I give it to you for free, like when I have people come to my office and I spit the game at them, it goes right over their head. They're not even caring. They're not caring. But if I was to say the exact same thing on a stage with 5,000 people and you had to pay money to come see me, then you care. 
you'll listen. You'll take notes, actually. And I'm like, I'm laughing all the time. It was funny. I had the camera people following my uh, me one day and my kids. I was just talking to my kids. And afterwards, the camera guy's like, man, I did your kids think they know what they're hearing from you? And I'm like, no, nah, man. <laughs> no. Because I did the same thing to my pops. I wish I would have written down everything my dad had told me. Man, I'd be way better off than I am now. But so there's these principles tied that I want to go over that I've learned really good principles that apply to everything in life, right? And how it applies to NFTs and what are NFTs? How do they work? Okay. And, um, you know, why is it going to be important and who cares? I've had a lot of people give me kickback and it's so interesting to me because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what you think or feel or if you care or not, because guess what? This technology is going to change the world. I said this one year ago, almost to the date. It was right before Christmas break a year ago. We were in our other space and I was teaching in front of a, a big crowd for, we had a crow's nest meeting. It's our leadership retreat. And there was about 50 people there and I made an announcement. I'll find the video clip. And I said, NFTs will change the world. Go learn everything you can about them. This was before. And that's because I understood one thing. I had a lot of buddies in the music industry and people sampling and taking your music was a big deal. Well, what I understood was is that you can take a screenshot or you can record something, take it and make it yours. And there's no ownership. But what blockchain technology does is it allows it to be tracked with a myriad of decentralized servers. So it'll always stay there. It's always going to be saved. So hear me when I say this. I, I've learned and I've put money, a lot of money into JPEGs, but that, those are not NFTs. Let me explain this to you, okay? I'm going to explain this simply, okay? NFTs are non-fungible tokens. What does that mean? That means that there are things that cannot be traded equally of the same value or equal value. So if I had this ring and this ring are non-fungible. Why? Because they're not identical. You can't trade them. They're not of equal value. But if I had two $5 bills and one $10 bill, those are fungible because I can change, interchange them for each other, right? Right. Or if I had, I, my, my brother just asked me the same question and he, we both like sports. we got some sports memorabilia and he's got two signed basketballs from the old time Utah Jazz. One of them, John Stockton and Carl Malone were there. They signed the ball. On the other one, we showed up late to the event, missed John and Carl, and we've got like a John Crotty and a Thurl Bailey signature on the other one, which shout out Thurl Bailey, man. He's the dude. But those are both signed basketballs by the Utah Jazz. They look extremely similar, but unless you knew that fact that that was written in the contract of what that ball was when you sold it, you wouldn't know. So what blockchain technology does is it tracks it digitally so that all that information is housed with decentralized servers so that it's independently owned and operated by millions of, of other people, right? So it's always there. So when people say NFTs, what they're not understanding is they think JPEG, okay? I don't want you to think JPEG. I want you to think a tool of technology that allows it to be tracked digitally, okay? So what it was, was, was we had blockchain technology. And when I actually first started caring about this was when um, 
when uh, Coinbase went public. When Coinbase went public, here was a major provider in the crypto space that was now for the first time in a long time being hat-tipped by the financial communities. Well, now we're going to house a fully cryptocurrency company on a financial markets platform. Oh, okay. It's the thing. Then I got really into it and I dove in. I bought crypto. I bought uh, Shibu. I bought uh, Doge. I bought Ethereum, Bitcoin, and I played with this for the last three, four years. I've watched it go up and down. And I've got very good at some of the trends and I, I say very good. I'm still so new to this, man. I just, I know more. I've put dollars in, so I've followed my dollars. So I know more than the people that haven't put money in. I'll say that. Okay. And, and so the other thing you have to realize, so if, if you understand now that an NFT is simply something that cannot be traded for something of like kind, and it's housed on the blockchain technology, I've heard, I've heard more people say, I really like crypto, but I don't like NFTs. Impossible. That's impossible. You can't, you can't say that. That's like saying, I like water, but I don't like hydrogen. Do you understand what I'm saying? What you're talking about when you say, when the person says, I don't like NFTs, what you're talking about are the JPEGs, are the artwork projects that are being attached to NFTs, right? You're talking about the art projects. That's what you're talking about. That's fine. That's not NFTs. That's not the technology that's going to disrupt our world. Mark my words. In the next five years, NFTs, the technology and blockchain is going to infuse every day in your life and you won't even know it. In 10 to 15 years, it will be everywhere and you will know it and you'll have, you can't get away from it. Mark my words. Here's why. And I gave this example to someone just today was I had to run to my attorney's office, sign a contract, get another person's signature on it, go back to the attorney's office where they're going to take it, scan it to where, I don't know, into their servers where, okay, put it in a file folder on their laptop, on their desktop and then I'm going to file that actual paper into my desk drawer. Well, what happens if that building burns down, it's robbed, smashed, or whatever, and that contract's gone? Now what? Well, guess what? In the coming future, an NFT will allow me to create a digital contract digitally. And I can set the terms digitally. I can text it digitally. And then I can sign it remotely, face, eyes, retina, thumbprint, whatever the technology, and then it's going to send to whoever signed, whatever. We do that with DocuSign now. And then what's going to happen is that we're going to mint it. We will mint the NFT. And then what's going to happen is that we can pick a JPEG. We can pick a sound or whatever you want to make it look good. And then we will have an NFT contract. That will, the con, I see the contracts taking over everything. And that would be so cool for me to do. And I don't have to leave my office. That would have been great to my attorneys. Jerry, if you're watching, man, I can't wait for you to send me an NFT. That'd be great. That's where it's going to get disruptive. Okay. So if you hear that and you know that, then get involved because it's, if you understand what I just said, if you're in the real estate market, the mortgage industry, if you're in anything, right? Anything that involves contracts, paper signatures, documents, emails, faxes, faxes are gone. Remember when faxes took over? Well, 
Well, then what, what happened with the web and everyone was worried about the internet and the web taking over? Well, then what happened? NFTs. It's, it's what's going to change. It's the next evolution. It's Web.4, whatever. Web 3.0.5, whatever. It's evolving so quickly. So... I also got involved with an NFT art project. So here's what I did. Here's my story. So I went and did some research. What I look for, people have asked me to, I've got a lot of asks. Hey, what do you look for in a project? Well, what I look for in an NFT project with art, make sure you have that differentiating factor, is I look for um, the backers because it's all about marketing. It's all about hype. It's all about getting a movement. So the backers, the marketers, how many social media followers do they have? It's like MLM in the 90s. It's about, it, it's who can you get to sponsor your your drink product, right? Your your oils. Which big name in, in Hollywood can you have put the lotion on your face and, and do a commercial? That's what it's like right now. So understand that. Two, I look for utilities. Utilities are the bits and pieces of the contract that's written into these digital contracts behind the artwork that basically say what you'll get. Now, and then the third thing I look for is um, the community, the Discord. What's it like in there? How are the communities responding and acting and, and what the loyalty is like? So those are the three things I look for. I don't even care about the art. The art is, is what it is, okay? It's what it is. Now, if and, and if you doubt and you're like, well, they're just JPEGs, look stupid. Well, guess what? Imagine if Jackson Pollock was, you know, if this was there and you could get the paint cans, and this is shout out to Gary Vee, this is his analogy. But there's art, there's people that hate Jackson Pollock's art. But if you could actually get the paint can that he used when he painted, how much would that be worth? Would that be an NFT? Would that be a non-fungible token? I think it would, right? And how much would that go for? How much would the Carter family, J and, and B, pay for that paint can to be in their menagerie, right? So that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with art that is beauties in the eye of the beholder. So whether Gary Vee draws a shrimp, a sufficient shrimp, and I think my son saw that and he drew a shrimp, and I actually like my son's rendition better, but Gary's utilities say that if I have this shrimp, in the contract, what Gary's shrimp provides that my son's shrimp doesn't is that I can actually get, a, that's a ticket. That NFT is a ticket to get me into VCon for the next three years. I get to sit in the first five rows, and I can actually go network with Gary after the show. That's a valuable drawing. It's just what you'd pay to go to a, a Gary seminar, right? But now it's, it's, it's minted with a cool picture that he drew. Because he's the artist, he's the author, he's the Jackson, Jackson Pollock, he's the he's the Van Gogh of that of that thing, right? So then, as I'm looking through these different companies, I looked at five companies, okay, and I weeded them down, and I got to three, and the three I had one was a, a computer or a, a um, like a video game project, one was a, a environmental project, and one was a business project, okay, so. NFTs, the art projects, are a way to raise capital. It is, a, it is nothing different than an IPO, but, but it's not a public art. It, it is, well, I don't even know how to explain it. It is like a, a crowd raising project where they are creating these NFTs, these JPEGs, these artworks, right? Attaching a value utility with it, whatever it is in that realm. So for example, if it's the video game, they're saying, hey, mint this picture of this little guy, and this little ninja guy that I've got 
is going to be your character in the game. And if you have this guy and you buy three of these guys, so you mint them at, at 0.1 ETH, right? So I meant three. I'm at 0.3 ETH is what I've minted at these guys. So let's call that $1,500, okay? And, and just for the sake of this conversation, and I don't know if it's real time or whatnot, let's just call 0.1 ETH $500, which is probably not, but whatever, okay? Just, just be with me. So it's close though. But then uh, if you get three, you can enter the level and your guy can have nunchucks and a sword on the game as part of the game and you don't have to go pay dollars to get it because you've got that third NFT. with the game. But I don't game. So I wouldn't be too involved in that Heroes, like the, the Age of Heroes project because I don't even game. And then uh, I did Token Puss, which I saw that Jason Derulo... Um, there was a couple other big names that uh, Bow Wow that were got behind. So I got that got me interested because that's the first thing I look for. Who is the influencers? Then I looked at their, their utilities and, and they're going to adopt these platypus out of Australia. That's what's called token puss. They're going to donate their money to help save the endangered animals. It's cool. So I got, and got, I got behind that. And then I got, also got involved into, um, obviously I was watching, you know, crypto punks and the board at yacht club. And, and then what I also, then I got into the, the one that I thought was the most interesting was uh, junior punks. And here's why the dudes that were behind it were these young hustlers that used to knock doors. Well, guess what? I knocked doors. That was a fun fact. I saw in a YouTube video randomly and shout out to these guys, boss baby. Uh, I guess Joey sends and the blonde John, we'll call them. And then the other guy, the marketer that's behind them is uh, Josh Madrid. He goes by Jet Set. So, um, and, he, you know, he's got a massive following. He's done a great job in his young career with social media marketing. He's a great marketer. I'm a salesman. There's a difference. Big, big difference. You want to give me a product and you want me to go attack an individual? Great. There's no one better than me. I would put myself up against Brad Lee. I would go up against Grant Cardone, The Wolf of Wall Street. I'm that confident. I've been doing this for a very long time. Go watch my videos. Second, there is a marketer where you go to the masses and you you put together behind a campaign. He's a great marketer. So that's a skill I want. That's something I want. That's a utility I would care to partner with him or have his eyes on, right? So then I looked at who got behind, and they had the game. They had Neo. They had... Um, who else did they get? They got, they got like 15 great people that were behind it on Twitter and tweeting about it. Then the utilities were, if you buy four of these, oh, Lana Rose was involved. Um, they had Danny Lee involved. Um, anyway, so then if you bought three of, or four of these, you got to go be involved in a mastermind with Josh Madrid and Joey and, and John. And what you could do is, um, they would teach you how to run your own NFT project. Well, that's why I got involved in the first place. So I didn't have to go to those five projects because this project was more of my liking. So then I get involved in, so I need to go buy four of these things to get this mastermind that I want to be a part of. So this whole project now is around networking, business relationships, and um, community building, which is what I do for a living, right? So I'm interested in that. So um, then if you buy 10 of these, they're going to have a yacht experience in LA where you're going to get some celebrities and some other main influencers on this yacht. We're going to go have a mastermind on the yacht. So I want to buy 10 of these things now. And the amount of money that I spent on that project at 10 uh, to get me in there, you know, five, six, eight grand, whatever. But that's actually a lot cheaper than it's going to be 
in if I had to go like pay for that, right? So first there is something called the whitelist where it's the pre-sales orders and you want to get on the whitelist because you can actually buy it at a cheaper price. If you get on the whitelist, get on the whitelist of the projects. Then they have the first set um, or the first drop or they all kind of call them something different where they will sell out of the project. And once that tier or that series is done, then you go to the open market. So the pre-sale gets completed and I made a prediction that it would take almost a week to get these this things pre-sold. Then it was like seven, four, four days. And shout out to the junior punks. They did a great job. The community was off the chart. So I get involved in the discords and this uh, junior punks discord gets popping. And someone actually recognized me from a podcast and asked me if that's me from an interview. And so people asked me to kind of speak and I'm speaking on the, the AMA or where you ask the questions to, you know, different people ask me anything is what it stands for. And in this discord is popping. I'm getting my MetaMask going. I'm learning how to use my MetaMask and learning how to buy and mint NFTs and transferring them to my, my wallets. And I'm shifting dollars around and I have my Coinbase and I have my other wallet and I've got some in Bitcoin that I've had to change to Ethereum. And then I'm pat and all of a sudden in a matter of three days, folks, and $10,000, I went from not knowing anything to what I'm just sharing with you now. So my point is, is, is go take, go take $2,000 and go put it into, and go do what I just did and go get involved because you will learn more by chasing your own dollars. Now, here's the principles that I've learned that are so valuable, not learned, but was retaught myself. One, wherever your focus is, your mind will go. Whatever you focus on expands, right? And two, that when there is change, you have people that get scared. And when change happens, then confusion takes place. And when confusion happens, apathy or laziness or, or non-decisiveness sets in. And when there is the distance from action to direction, and you don't know what's happening when change occurs and that space happens, opportunity sneaks in. Now, most people don't see it as opportunity. Most people see it as fear. And fear is the second thing I want to talk to, where fear only re resides in your brain. Fear is not real, folks. Fear is something that you conjure in your mind. You suffer a thousand times more in your brain than you actually do in real life funny because we're talking about the metaverse. You will suffer more in the metaverse than you will in real life because you can. Your utilities say so. It's written in the contract. So what you can do is you can actually have faith because faith is what trumps fear. Where faith is, fear hath no power, Joseph Smith Jr., right? Where faith is, fear hath no power. Fear only exists in your brain. And then after you get through it, now go listen to my last podcast on Moses. I talk about fear. But all the good things in life are on the other side of fear. Now, you can focus on fear so much. And if you're that person that's like, hey, I'm just telling you how it is. I'm just a half gla uh, glass, half empty kind of person. I'm just a realist. I just speak the truth. I'm just telling you the, what the real facts are. If that's you, Shut the up. You're not just telling me what it is. You're telling me how it is in your brain. You're telling me what you're focusing on. You're telling me where your mind is at. You're telling me how full of fear you are. 
So we're on this Discord, and we're and, and and it's been a roller coaster. And I'm super on it. And man, the joke is, is we don't sleep. Shout out to my man Pickles. Shout out to Catch Twenty Two. Shout out to Chach. Shout out to Absent. And we've all got these little nicknames, these screen names, right? Um, let's see who else have we got rolling. Um, shout out to Junior Lightning King, Junior P Dollars, Junior P Man. Um, we've got Junior Pickles, the new mod. <laughs> How do you become a mod? How did you get, become a mod, man? Uh, Junior Fish, Junior Blackout. Um, who else we got? We've got Absant, who's actually AVS Ant. His name stands for it's always visualize success, Anthony. So ABS Ant, but because it says Absant, so everyone's called him Absant. The Glizzy God. Yo, the Glizzy Gang, we back. Shout out to the Glizzy Gang. If you're listening to this, pop a bottle, pop your Red Bull. It is what it is. Get busy with it, right? Shout out to um, Junior Hell Girl. Um, I'm going to miss somebody, and I'm super sorry, guys. But this is like a family, and some of these people don't even know who I am, and so it's actually nice because people treat me differently when they know who I am. So I appreciate everyone being real with me. Thuggin, Thermain, Triumph, uh, AJ23, uh, Dempsey, Juan Kenobi, um, Nostalgic Nutcracker, Astro Boy, Man, there's been so many amazing people that I've met. And and as I've told you, uh, Joke Lemons, J-Cap, man, it's just been such a cool Raj. Man, I'm sorry. I'm going to miss somebody. I'm going to feel like an ass. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm just going off of the thread right now. So if you're not on talking right now, that's, that's why. Um, OTG... Man, it's just been such a really cool experience because this community has allowed me to have new contacts, new networks outside my network. I got people in Denmark and Sweden, and I've got people all over the world who, um, Real Maddie 23, Rai um, Rai Oz, Air Cruz, uh, your favorite trapper, Rich Dev, Mecca, um, JP, J Cliff, Ali Comba. I know I'm saying that wrong. Blake Gray Eyes Official, Great Mozanio. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, uh, Fall XXO, Meta Vitality, Cat Doggy Dog, Hollow Rivera, Austin Miles. Uh, John the Great, Nick Lynch, Mayor. All right, if I didn't say your name, I'm sorry. But, hey, new community, much love. Um, oh, uh, we've got um, LLAIBZ, Aaron McDonald, McKinley, Mormon. Um, yeah, so enough. Say, so what's happened is, is that I've taken this community and we've met new people, new friends, new connections where I would never have touched these people. Right. And now we've just, we've kind of come together and created a really strong unity and a bond where, um, we hold the floor and, and you hear me talking right now. I'm talking like I, I these, these are people I've texted, but we are connected because we put dollars in. 
So if you want to get good at something, if you want to invest in something, if you want to really, this is why I charge money for my courses. Literally, we're starting a new group course now for the new year where I'm going to have a low, low fee where once a week we're going to get on and everyone can come listen. We're going to talk about tax, talk about liabilities, talk about assets, talk about investments, talk about the crypto. Uh, actually, I'm just, I'm investing into a, a, a crypto mining farm. I've got, uh, I've actually, I've sent two guys on a mission to go create some Bitcoin miners, uh, crypto miners that we're going to invest in. So these people, my family, my NFT family, I'm going to have them be, I'm going to raise capital with them and give them the first opportunity to invest in my Bitcoin or my crypto business, the NFT projects that we're going to start. I'm just like, my mind is so excited because what this has taught me is that it's like every other business, the NFT project, our project is a way to raise capital and if I can go raise capital and every $500 of people get a little JPEG that shows they have ownership in my business with utilities that I can go provide value experiences, networking opportunities or video game connections or free solar raffles or solar panels or whatever your business is, you can take and go raise capital by an NFT project, right? And if you go to raise that capital, people are already invested with experience. You want experiences, I've been telling everyone, memories over money. Memories over money with my amigos. That's, but that's been like my thing, right? And you want to say a thing, do a thing. And if I'm saying things and I'm doing things, then people will want to be involved. So as this whole community has evolved, I'm realizing that the value has not been had in the change, in the fear, and it's NFTs, and it's scary I am living, I'm trying to share with you right now that it's amazing. It's cost me money, but guess what? Guess what I've learned how to do? I've learned how to control Coinbase. I've learned how to control my wallets. I've learned how to use MetaMask. I've knew how to use OpenSea. I've learned how to use Discord. And now my partner, Austin Summers, he's dove into this too. And he's also got really good at the Discord. And now we're implementing Discord into our solar company because of what we learned on the NFT side. So there's five new technologies that I have become supremely uh, sufficient in because of NFT and the time. You're going to have to go drop 40 hours, 40 hours of time in this space before you get proficient. So go do it with a community that's all learning with you. Go do it with a group of people that you want to be with that want to go hit the same milestones, that want to go hit four and go learn about how to do your own FT project or that want to hit 10 and go push for it and go be on a yacht. You need to have those connections in a community. And if you're starting a community, you need to go get some diamond hands that will ride with you, right? And be the foundation, the base, so that when someone comes in the community trying to disrupt it and talk about the floor and it's falling out, which is my second principle I want to talk to about what I've learned and been exposed again. First is, is that where faith is, fear hath no power. And when there's action and movement, you have faith in your own works because faith without works is dead. Let me preach some Bible to you. Faith without works is dead. And when you have faith, you believe because now you're seeing your own actions, right? Now you're seeing what God does through you. And as you're seeing what's happening, you became more faithful, more bought in, and you'll start moving faster. That's a true principle in life, right? So then, there, then the fear dissipates because you're in motion. That's the first thing. Don't focus on fear. 
The second thing is, is that where you do focus your mind, it expands. You will literally become consumed with this half glass, the glass half empty bullshit, right? Or this, I'm just telling you how it is. I'm just the realist. I'm just the one that tells you the facts. Like, no, you're not. You're just the one that's focusing on the negativity. Don't bring that around me. So there's a group of people that joined the discord and they are saying the floor is falling out from under us. This project's not going to work. I'm jumping off the boat. Guess what? If I'm over here looking at glass half full, the project has already worked. Anyone that's part of the junior punks family with me, we've already gotten our investment back. Anyone that's a part of any project you've, and you've dove into it head first, like anything in life, your business, your marriage, your religion, your community, you dive in full, full steam. You focus on the good and it consumes you. You'll go see what you've learned. I've got five different technologies I am proficient at. I've got a new community and a new set of followers that I can tap into. I've got new business opportunities that I've now invested in. And I've got an education of the future of what no one else seems to understand that's going to take over our lives in the next five to ten years. That was my Christmas holiday. <laughs> that's what I did on Christmas. Okay, baby, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, baby. My wife. Man, I'm a blessed man. I'm so blessed, and I, I, I ruined our... our <laughs> I spent my time, but it's going to be worth it. So you focus on what's good. You focus on what you focus on expands and consumes you. So focus on the positive. So if people are focusing on the floor falling out from under them, guess what? They all sold when it dipped because they got scared. Well, guess what happened to that person? The floor did fall because they sold short. They sold too soon, right? They, they, their real, their vision, their thought, their belief, what they focused on came to pass. They, all those paper hands, they sold. Paper hand are people that don't care, right? They, they just, they're, they're handing it. It's like nothing to them. They sold. They sold when it was low and the floor did fall on them. But I held a little longer and it dipped up. And guess what now? So the, I, I bought the 10 at the point one. I got a couple, I got a couple bottles, which is cool. You can buy a bottle. It changes one of yours, makes it more valuable, duplicates it. So there's more fun things that can happen. They gamify, they gamify money raising. Duh. The game of pipe business, duh, perfect. I can do this. So then um, the we sell out, and now the floor is at what point two five. So I've already I've I've more than doubled my investment. So that ten grand I put in, guess what? And for me, I was focused on the positive stuff, and now look what's happened. The guy that there was a guy that I bought out on one of his was always focused on the floor falling and this could not be a good project. And guess what? It fell out and he sold short and he lost money. What you think and what you say, what you think's gonna happen, will happen. You think what you think is what it is. Your thoughts is your reality. Your focus, you know why the glass is always half empty for you? Because it's always it's what you're looking at. Really. And it's just so crazy. It was so apparent to me. And then people got their little JPEG and like, oh, my project's not rare. This is horrible when the launch happened. This is, I, I actually didn't even look at my guys. I didn't even care. I truly didn't care. And that's going to be a shock to some people. But if you go back to my Discord, I was in a meeting when it was revealed. And that's totally cool. And that's fine. But I'm not here for the JPEG. If you're here for the JPEG, well, uh, 
go go doodle. Go make a better JPEG. Go start your own project. I'm not here for the JPEG. I'm here for the NFT. I'm here for the crypto. I'm here for the NFT. I'm here for the experience. I'm here for the learning. I'm here for the community. I'm here for everything that comes with it. I'm here for the utilities. I'm here for the the, the AMAs. I'm here for the the uh, masterminds. I'm here for the yacht experience. I'm here for the next things that we're going to do as a group of individuals. That's my network and my community is expanding. I'm here for the future. There's change happening, which means there's uncertainty. And when there's uncertainty, those that seize the moment, the banks that jumped on to the computer, like the mortgage companies. Remember back in the, the 2007 when the crash and everyone was worried that these internet companies were going to take away the lending and the real estate for everyone? That the realtors and mortgage people wouldn't have jobs? Well, guess what? They still have jobs. But the banks that dove in and, and invested in online banking, they're still more valuable than they were. And the ones that went away, the small local communities, got taken over by the big banks. There's a Wells Fargo where there was a local credit union. Why? Because it didn't evolve fast enough. So evolve. I'm like the oldest guy in this discord. Well, you got me, Ant. <laughs> you got me, uh, Absent. You, you, you got me by a couple years. I swear you do. <laughs> I don't know. But guess what? I'm changing, I'm evolving, and it's that game that's going to keep me young because I'm focusing on what I'm learning and I'm evolving. So hopefully that gave you, I went over, I went over and I'm sorry, but that was, hopefully that was helpful. That gave you a blimp and a glimpse into my Christmas holiday, what I learned, the community I'm a part of, and why, and why blockchain and why crypto is going to change your life, and why NFTs are going to invade into your entire life, and why it's going to change. So Change, evolve, focus on the positive, focus on the good, have faith, get moving so that there's no fear, and you go rock it. Go rock anything in your life, and that's why you do it. So if you have any questions, DM me. I know it's big, and I actually started doing some giveaways where I'm only giving away Ethereum. I'm going to do my giveaways on my social. i got like 15,000 followers now, and they're also I've got people now that are hitting me up, and I'm only doing it um, through Ethereum. So that I can teach people how to use their MetaMask. So I want to return the favor. So I'm going to be now pushing the agenda. Pushing the agenda of the future and get more people on this bandwagon. It's your man B. Holmes. Hopefully that was helpful. One love to my J. Punk's family. Junior Punk's family. One love to uh, the United family. One love to Transform family. And everyone out there supporting me and my family. Because we are all one family. This is what we do. It's your man B. Holmes. Doors to success. B. Print. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Doors to Success podcast. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe for more. Visit bholmes.com for more information on how you can join the B-Print.